Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 the following program is sponsored by max out savings advisors the views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of knth its management max out savings advisors or its sponsors max out savings advisors and members of the max out savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show plan for your prosperity prepare for your retirement safeguard your savings and nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, back from last week. And uh, the we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the show. Uh We've got a gorgeous day here in Houston, Texas, and we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> it never ends on the market. Uh, it's always something. And and so, uh, you know, we'll just uh, be talking about that. We're going to be talking about savings and investments, building up wealth, uh, and really understanding the world today and, and, and where we're going uh, with savings and investments. And the, uh, as always, you want to really start out talking about that building up your wealth, save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And and, and so you want to start that out typically with your qualified plan and uh, get you up, uh, start with, you know, saving 10% plus the company match. Nikki, give me some water, please. And in the... uh, to, to start out with that and uh, and then work from there. Ten uh, percent plus the company match, put away plus extra five percent, whatever you get, five percent for retirement. The numbers are thirteen, thirteen, and a little over thirteen percent is what the research has shown. You need to put away in savings to have a successful retirement. In 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 the world today, where we have the government, we don't know what's going to happen. We we've been remarkably unable to control entitlements in this country. And 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 that's going to lead to a breakdown of Social Security eventually, and people are going to be in trouble. So what you want to do is take charge of retirement, start building up your savings today. You know, Houston, Houston is one of the is one of the top five saving countries in the United major cities in the United States. It's uh, Hartford, San Jose, San Francisco, uh, and uh, I think Raleigh somewhere in there, and then Houston, and and which is just amazing. It just shows you the savings culture that pervades Texas in general. It's a very conservative state. We save money, build up wealth, and uh, Hartford it can interesting, but it's insurance capital, which they're you know they're big on that. Uh, San Francisco and uh, San Jose are big tech places, so uh, Houston's really unique in 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 the, in the savings program in general, and so. So just remember, save aggressively, invest conservatively. The uh, the uh, we're coming up on April fifteenth, tax time, unfortunately, and uh, the a couple things to keep in mind: IRAs. Now's the time to fund your uh, your IRA, your Roth IRA. Here's the numbers uh, for the IRAs. You can put away a hundred and eighty nine thousand dollars. I mean, you can you can contribute to an IRA if you have income and uh, earned income. And so uh, that's that's the key. If you have the earned income, we get this question a lot. Yeah, uh, if you're making over a uh, hundred and twenty thousand uh, dollars starting, and then at one hundred thirty five, basically at one hundred and thirty five, you can't put away anything in your IRA if you're married. A hundred ninety-nine thousand. Underneath that, on your uh, your modified adjusted gross income, that that allows you to put that money into those IRA accounts. And and something we talked about in the show last week really was uh, what to do with the uh, 
you, you cannot uh, an inherited IRA, if you have an inherited IRA, you cannot contribute to the inherited IRA. This is a real important thing. Understand that. So uh, if, you, if you're putting money in your IRA, that does not include your inherited IRA. This is a big misconception out there. And the other big misconception is you cannot do a 60-day rollover in an inherited IRA. A lot of people don't understand this. It causes them problems. So if you need to have some, help, uh, some help on this type of stuff, consult your uh, financial advisor. You can give us a call at Max Health Savings Advisors, and we'll be happy to help you out. Uh, the uh, so really remember you want to put away as much money as possible. That is the key. The markets this week another wild week on Wall Street, and it was uh, up, down, up. Uh, market continues to hold that twenty six hundred level, which is so key on the S and P five hundred. Really, it's almost a demark, you know, a line in the sand for the for the entire bull market. In and, and and this is something we're going to continue to watch, but. A lot of action this week. We, we, you're all familiar with the fangs, which is your Facebook, Amazon, Google, Netflix, uh, Amazon, Apple as well. It's 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 double A and uh, Netflix, and uh, it now accounts for twenty five percent of the S and P five hundred. It but back in uh, the, the the tech sector in general, the actual fangs are seventeen percent. Uh, but the back in in 1999 it was 29%. So we're pretty close to that number. A bigger chunk of the earnings comes from the tech sector this time than in 1999, which is kind of interesting. Uh, the uh, the the reason I say, look, if you have if you have a Q, the QQQs, if you're indexing or you have the Nasdaq, one of the uh, FANG uh, ETFs or something, and then you have the S&P 500 large cap, you got you have a huge amount invested, probably overweighting in, in the, the tech sector in general. Uh, because, you know, repeat, uh, 25% of the S&P 500 uh, is in the technology sector, which means that's the lion's share, uh, or, you know, that's the biggest component in your plan uh in 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 your uh your ETF in your S&P 500 ETF is is the uh technology stock so if you're also investing in technology on top of that you're way overweighted in the sector and many mutual funds it, it's fascinating many mutual funds are 30% uh technology uh or close to it which is very high and uh and and so people have a lot more technology in their in their accounts and they think they do and this is this is something that that that's not well understood the these stocks pervade most indexes they pervade most people's account to a, a big much much bigger uh, amount than they realize we've looked in looked at clients come in and they they show us what they have and they're just vastly overweighted in these sectors and they don't even realize what they have these stocks are at pretty close to 1999 levels as far as, uh, in some cases, P.E., and if you look at some other things as well. And, and so there's real danger in in this type of, in, in in these stocks. So this is why the problems that are suddenly cropping up in the tech sector are such a big deal. And I, and I want to go over some of this. By the way, if you've got any questions or comments, you can call us at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. 1070 here on the Max Out Savings. This is a live show, of course. The okay, so we're looking at, looking at the at the uh, the overweighting in the tech sector. She said, "Ted, look, it's done well. It's outperformed the market. What should I worry? What me worry? I tell you, here's why you should worry. Things are really starting to turn for the whole entire tech sector. If you look at everything from uh, from uh, Apple, Amazon, Google, uh, the the president's going after uh, Amazon. He's not happy with them. They've been attacking him, and and there's a real case that they've not been paying their fair share of taxes, and they've also been taking advantage of the of the postal system. Although you would think some of the other guys would have taken advantage of the postal system too. They've been the biggest winner, and 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 then you've got Facebook. Uh, which is just incredible. If if you look at Facebook, Facebook has they basically everybody's 
Facebooking away what they're doing. Ryan's telling everyone what she's doing about her thing, her new do. It's all there on Facebook. Uh, everywhere. I mean, it, it, and so, it, and then you post some pictures of your of yourself and your friends. And and meanwhile, Facebook is Facebook is tiring is is taking everything down and recording it in your in your file. Oh, I'm going to bed. Uh, you know, we're going out at this weekend for vacation in uh, the Bahamas or whatever, it's going on Facebook. If, 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 if we're doing this, uh, let's see what the, uh, we'll see what the Texans are doing. I'm a big Texans fan. Facebook notes that everything Facebook is noting everything. You put a picture up. Oh, these are my friends and I We're having so much fun here. I wanted you to see this in face. Facebook puts it down there. Not only that, I suspect they also run it through a facial recognition system to see who your friends are in the picture. Then they're making notes of all of your friends that have liked you and who you're interacting with. They're not only making they're not only making list of the people that liked you, but they're making list of the people you are interacting closest with. All the while they're they're building this little dossier that that really would have would have just that actual dream of the of the East German Stasi, uh, it, it just something that you could sit there and control everybody, and and so then they were going out and selling the information. And the most remarkable thing about it is, is the Trump took over. Trump was elected by the Russians. I mean, his starting to really back. It's it's almost remarkable how this is completely backfiring on the Democrats. It turns out the Democrats were much more heavily involved with the Russians. We're now seeing investigations on that. You said, Ted, why are you bringing up the Russians with Facebook? Because supposedly Analytica was also uh, working with uh, the Trump campaign, which was buying the data from Facebook. And somehow that's the reason why Tr- Donald Trump won. And so they all pounced on this grand opportunity. Well, all of a sudden people are going, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. How did you get all this information? Whoa, how did Analytica get this? I didn't think anyone had this information. What? You're selling all my personal information. And so the media is touting this as, ah, we've got them this time because they've, they've gotten Facebook data and, and they've rigged the election. And people are like, whoa, I did not know this was going on at all. And all of a sudden, whoa, what is Facebook doing, which is Facebook is heavily Democratic. And, and, and uh, really, uh, Zuckerberg was going to run for president. He, he's the only guy out there. OK, all these powerful people run for president. And, you know, and, and they typically show up with with a per- Mark Zuckerberg went around the country on a listening tour with an entourage, so people would sit down and talk to him with his entourage behind. It was the most, but it's someone that's completely out of touch. So then, so all of a sudden, they pounce on uh, on uh, Analytica for manipulating the election, giving Donald Trump the election, because we all know there's no way the American people would ever elect Donald Trump. So there must be some ulterior reason it happened. Well, so they pounce on that. It boomeranged on Facebook. It's boomeranged on the entire tech sector. This is a huge story, and it is it fundamentally changing the game in technology because what people don't understand about technology is, is that Facebook, Google, Apple, uh, Netflix even, uh, Amazon, they all are collecting your data. They're all trying to manipulate you. They're all selling. A lot of them are selling that data to third-party data data. Uh, suppliers it, it, and the, these data suppliers are using that data to manipulate you in one form or another it and, and and eventually you know you could easily you could i could easily rig the election in another 10 years it's pretty simple i'm heading to the uh to the polling booth you know and all of a sudden i get this voice ted hello yes this is how with facebook your burglar alarm has just gone off in your house. Please turn around away from the poles and go back home right away and check on your house. Oh, thank you, Hal. Always here to help. Yeah, and that's what that's what it's going to come to because they can manipulate this data. They can sell this data. That was a bad example. It's bad. Okay, I'm just off today. I don't know what it is. I think I, I spent too much, about six hours in the car yesterday. Uh, the uh, The, so... So what happens is is the uh, they come in they've selling they're selling this data I you know I saw a, a, a thing flashed across my screen I tried to find it this morning I couldn't but 
But I, I want to say it was $40 million is what Twitter got from, from uh, it, it might have been 400 I don't remember the exact amount, but a, a big amount of money from, from selling data. And, uh, and, and so I looked up and I did find something. Uh, Twitter's got something called a data licensing agreement, which they, they, they sell your data. The, the dirty secret on technology is Facebook and, and Google and, uh, and Twitter and some of these others are all making money selling your data to other people. Facebook announced they weren't going to sell your Facebook data about all your friends and everything else to Asperian, the credit rating agency. Well, does this mean because I I sit there and, you know, for whatever reason, say something on Facebook, my credit credit score? I mean, what type of Aurelian nightmare have we drifted into with Facebook? I think this is a big, big story. I think Facebook is making much more money selling data and manipulating data than people understand and some of these other people. We've all kind of bought into Facebook, Amazon, Google, all these people with the idea that, hey, I get to sit there and surf the web for free or Facebook lets me put up a thing with all my friends. Yeah, look, I'm willing to tolerate some ads. It's it, but the, what nobody understood, these people be turned into a maniacal group of stalkers that are now endangering people in this country. This is a fundamental shift for Facebook in the tech sector. We're going to talk more about what is happening next when we get back from the break. Right here in the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments. We're talking about some uh, really how Facebook and and uh, Google in their buying of data is is, is affecting the markets in, in your your investments in retirement. But first, let's take a call to seven one three 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 nine ten seventy from Oscar. Hello, Oscar. How are you doing today? Fine. Uh, thank you, Ted. Hey, the, the, these program traders are coming in now in the last hour or two and selling off in the last couple, two, three weeks. Who's doing it, and is that going to stop, or do you think it's going to continue? 
Uh, you know, I, I tell you what, that's that, that, that that's a really uh, very good question, Oscar. Look, I think that's that what we're witnessing is a, is a change in the character of the market because what's happening is traders are all going in to try to catch a bounce in this market, and then when the bounce fails, they all kind of they cut and run, and and that's what you get your big sell off, and then once it starts selling off, the shorts jump on. And the in the in 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 the the markets sell off. I mean, what what that's telegraphing is is the market's in for a change. So it's so so the 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 psychology has changed on this market. very much so. I really think it has. Yeah. And then, do you think that these must be the larger players? Who knows? But the thing is, insiders or people who own the stocks or uh, what's going to happen with these people who used to buy back the stocks? Are they? Are they? You think that people are going to continue that these companies to to continue buying back the stocks, their own stocks to to, to get the market up? Do you think that game is over too? Of these stock buybacks? Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, a, a couple things. I mean, there. Look, when I first started in this business, Oscar, you know, we were. I knew some of these key players out there. And, and some of these big people that are running a lot of stuff on Wall Street, some of the takeover guys and stuff. And and uh, these guys were pikers. I mean, you're, you're talking about you're talking about people like Renaissance and some of these other people out there. Th- th- these people have 50 billion. I, you know, I'm throwing out 50 billion. I don't know. It might be 80 billion dollars or more. It's it's just ridiculous. I, you know, I used to know these numbers. It's extraordinarily. If they leverage up, they could probably go over a hundred billion dollars during the day. I mean, you're talking about people with just ridiculous sizes pools of money, <clears throat> and you can manipulate. But but it's it's a combination of of huge, massive amounts of money, lots of pools of twenty five billion and up above. This is more trading. We're not talking fidelity, long term investing. We're talking short term trade. Some of these things have. I think one of them has uh, eighty billion dollars. In, in, uh, and then and they lever that up, they can go 160 billion or more, and that some of that, a lot of that short-term trading money. Now, and now, Oscar, you pair that with artificial intelligence and logarithmic trading, and you just have the ability to manipulate the market, and, and that's what they've been pushing these and, markets and, and around. And do you think? And do you think the Goldman Sachs of the world are getting federal money to keep this market up? Propped up also. Do you think that's happening? No, no uh, look, they, they've come in a couple times. I heard from a pretty good source that, a uh, really good source, that, that in 87, they, the, the Federal Reserve came in, started buying futures through Goldman. And I, I look, I don't, I think. I think the number where the Fed is going to try to come in, well, I, I say that it's right around this 200 level, is where they're going to watch it closely. And then if they can hold it there, then you're probably, I don't think they come in until you get closer to 18% or more down. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think it's that. I, I You have to understand, a lot of these people have really big positions on, and they can't get out right away in some cases. So sometimes it's a matter of if the market starts falling, some of these big firms and some of the big Big even mutual fund companies they can just pick up the phone and say, "Look, let's cancel all our sell orders during the day." A lot of these things are sell five percent or two percent of VWAP, which is the volume weighted market price, or something like that. They're selling during the day with these computer programs, and then once those once those sell orders are pulled, the market will kind of bounce up. And the reason it bounces. Because the one they they realize they can't get out without driving the market lower, so they kind of pull back, and the market naturally pops up, and then they'll start selling again. So it's a very complicated issue. I agree with yeah. I agree with you. There's uh, there's some manipulation going on here. It's, it just it, it seems almost uh, you know obvious. That yeah, yeah. Some of it's deliberate. Some of it is just a matter of if we keep selling, we're going to drive the market into the ground. So let's just pull back. You know, some or. Some of these people, they have positions that are so big it takes them two, three weeks to get out. And so if they think it, if there's continued selling is going to cause the thing to really fall apart, they'll just back away because they want it to pop back up so they can start selling again. It's like a short squeeze in a different kind in, of in way. In an opposite way, yeah. And the the other the, the other question is is the stock buyback programs, which is probably the biggest thing that's really driven the market, uh, without a doubt. If you look at the, the institution, individuals have been selling, actually, during a lot of this run-up, it but companies are buying uh, two things. 
their interest rates are starting to go up, and we're seeing more and more companies have used up their cash and now borrowing money to buy back stock. Now they're buying at higher borrowing costs, so they're going to slow down some. Uh, and, and the other thing is, with the tax bill, it's helping them out, but as the economy accelerates, they're going to have to cut back the stock buyback programs and reallocate the capital to plan and equipment. So, yes, I think the, you're going to see this This was the high watermark on stock buybacks, and I think you're going to see it start dropping from here. Yeah, because I, I've talked to you before about that, that these people have been buying stocks, even themselves, that are overvalued. And and at some point, when you buy something that's overvalued, it's going to catch up with you, right? Yeah, look, I mean, we were just talking about uh, GE was buying stock, massive amounts of stock at $30, $25, I, th- I think they spent you know, tens of billions of dollars, and, and I hear the stock is at 13 and they're in financial trouble. Uh, not a lot. I mean, they, they're just not in real solid shape. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, hey. Dell Dell was taken over around $13, bought an enormous amount of stock in the 30s and 40s, bloated and, up with and one more, one more thing. How about, what do you think of this, uh, like, Deutsche Bank, where, where, where the book-to-value is 39 and it's at thirteen. The stock is is going through new lows. The stock now. <laughs> what does that tell and, you, and, Oscar? And, and why would any Why would anybody hold a stock that's thirty nine PE uh, PE uh, to book? Why would anybody hold a stock of that of that type who's holding up half of Europe? You know. Yeah, it's three times yeah, book. Well, yeah. Why, why would anybody hold that stock at all at thirty nine PE ratio? At the thirty nine book value. Uh, Deutsche Bank is a is a black box, and the problem with it is they won't take the. They they won't take their bad loans over there and, f- and force people into bankruptcy. So you don't really know how good or bad those loans are. Uh, yeah, I would stay away from them. I tell you what, there really seems to be some real problems at Deutsche Bank. That stock keeps falling, and there's really no news out on it, it which tells you there's something else inside there that we're not seeing. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous to hold a stock at 39 book value that's at 13 and it's falling, why would anybody hold it with all the trillions they're owed and they're never going to get back? So this uh, this overleveraged, there's a lot of things out there that are very well a cater, and that you know it's 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 not a there's something unsettling about the whole market right now. Well, right? I don't look. I I think so. I mean, look. Uh, uh, I would. I'd like to. I want to do an update on my report this week, and really that twenty six hundred level in that S and P is really a key level. I mean, we we're bounced off. We closed at what twenty six forty, so it went barely above it. In in the the twenty five day the the two hundred day moving averages at twenty twenty five ninety. I mean, it's just it starts breaking underneath that. This thing's got real problems, uh, and I, look, I think. I mean, yeah. That's what we're dealing with. It's a tough one. We're dealing with a very complicated, convoluted market that nobody's know where the hell this uh, with all these numbers or uh, things just don't make any sense at all. Well, here's what you want to do. I mean, and, and yeah. Uh, the yeah, and thanks for the call, Oscar. I'll, okay. I'll expand upon that a little bit. I, I think in this world, what you have to do is higher levels of cash right now. Uh, we, we've raised cash. Once that market peaked back in, in, really, it was that Friday before it really fell apart. It just didn't look good to me, and we sold some things back in February. Uh, at the very beginning of February, end of December, we sold some things. In, I mean, January. Very end of January, we sold some things. We've raised more cash. We 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 we, we own treasuries, to, uh, uh, short-term treasuries. We, we own some precious metals for our clients. I, I think those are going to do well. In cash, I mean, it's we just we just talked about the the market. I mean, look, fundamentally, the market is changed character. As as Oscar pointed out, it, it used to run up in the afternoons. Now it sells off. Uh, it it went up and broke down underneath the the fifty and completely fell apart and went to the, the two hundred. It's worked back up above the fifty twice and 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 now it just really doesn't look good at all. And at the same time, you 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 have Interest rates are rising. You've got trade tensions around the world, and and, and you also have the, the the problems with 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 the technology sector. As we talked a few minutes ago, the technology sector really is a is is a big chunk of the market. It's twenty five percent of the S and P five hundred, which is a pretty high number, and uh, and they're all they're under pressure right now. They're under pressure because of the trade war with China. They're under pressure because of the the, the data selling at Facebook, which is a huge concern. 
Uh, I don't I don't think that one's going away for Facebook uh, for a while at least. And you have the the president's upset with Amazon. You you've got uh, the the Google uh, Google and Facebook and and all of them are under pressure from the Europeans, which are likely going to they're they're really in an uproar about this data selling, probably more so than we are. And and it, and we have to also and so these companies make up twenty five percent of the S and P five hundred, which means if you have a large cap stock mutual fund or if you have an ETF, it means typically that you're waiting in tech sector is probably twenty five to thirty percent in those funds, and people don't realize this. And then they have a tech sector fund as well to take advantage to overweight there, where they're over, already overweighted in their regular investments, so they're way overweighted. We ran into the same thing in nineteen ninety nine, and. Uh, and people, you know, uh, the big one was Lucent. I mean, everyone figured since it was part of the phone company, it was a pretty conservative company. And that people lost millions on that co- company as it collapsed. And so I, I think you've got to be very, very careful in this market and uh, and really understand, uh, uh, you know, what's going on with it. I mean, we're down year to date. We're down for the quarter. Uh, it's uh, it, it Supposedly it was a strong time of year and the market turned down. Uh, it, the other interesting thing about this market is really, if you look at it, it it's not acting typically, you know, you can say uh, the uh, February is a strong month and, and everyone will agree February is a strong month and and it's generally that way. Or uh, if the if the market starts out, runs up into the end of the year, it typically will have a little sell off in January and said this one went straight up in January. This market's not acting like the normal market. It's acting more like a blow off top. And this is this is what makes this thing so dangerous. So you've got to figure out what can I do to make money in this environment. And so what you do is you go, hey, look, on shorter term investments, I can get a pretty good return. If I pick up some short-term bonds or short-term treasuries, I can get close to 2%, in some cases 2 2.5%, 3%. Shorter term, very low risk. Uh, and what you want to do is ri- hold off. You said, well, Ted, that doesn't sound like much money. The key is we're not in this thing to make that, but what we want to do is we want to be able to move out of those investments when the, when you, you get much cheaper valuations elsewhere when stocks are down 20 30%, 40%, then you want to make moves into those sectors. And interest rates have gone up for it since people don't realize it's been interest rates bottomed in in January, uh, uh, I mean, July of 2016. And and so they've been going up since then. So rates are starting to come up. Well, if you'd have locked in long-term rates, you'd have been in trouble. We haven't seen as big a move in the long-term rates. But I think you you appear to be seeing some type of inflationary stuff coming in. So you've got some potential inflation. You've got the uh, trade war. You've got the problems in the tech sector, the overvaluations. You've got a slowdown in corporate buyback, which appears to be starting to happen. And companies are having to spend more on capital goods, on plant equipment, on research and technology, on wage increases and hiring more people because the economy is getting better. Well, let me ask you something. Where's that money going to come from? It's allocated into stock buyback, so they'll close that down. But here's the other thing. If you're spending money on plant equipment, R&D, wages, uh, 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 you know, price hikes, uh, raises for people, that comes off of the bottom that, – that comes off your bottom line, which means it reduces your earnings a little bit. And this is what people aren't quite – if you listen to these people talk, they, they're, they're, you hear a lot of things like wage – we're seeing wage pressure, freight costs are going up. The cost of trucking is going up. We're having to deal with having trouble getting truckers. It's slowing us down. Those are the signs of a good economy increasing inflation, which is good, but it also hurts the earnings, and that's what's coming through in these companies now. And so good things are happening happening for middle America. Good things are happening for working people. We're hiring more. Unemployment's going down. But understand, it's not the best thing for the stock market because sometimes the stock market, what's good for them isn't good for the rest of the country. And that's starting to change a little bit. But it's positive because we're seeing the economy start to to gain momentum. People are getting jobs. And, 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 and we're seeing higher consumer confidence, which is all good. So it's not understand we, some of these things we talk doesn't mean it, it means that things are changing. We're going from the from the financial economy around Wall Street to the real world economy, and that's exciting, and things are getting better there. We'll be right back after this quick break. If you got any other questions or comments, give us a call 713 339 1070. 
The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. The the, Interestingly enough, about 19% of the people over the age... Oh, by the way, before I forget a couple things, I've forgotten this. Uh, you got any questions or comments, give us a call, 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. Also, uh, if you're not signed up for our free Max Out Savings Report, we write a lot about these different things in our Max Out Savings Report. We just sent one out recently discussing everything from what's going on with China, why we're suddenly shifting on China, to uh, what's happening with the markets, uh, savings, investments, uh, talking about 401Ks. It's all in the Max Out Savings Report. Just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for the free report, and we'll get you set up. Uh, you can also say, sit down with me, sign up for a sit down with me, and I'll go over your financial situation, see how you're set for retirement. It's maxoutsavings.com. Uh, okay, almost 19% of the people... Uh, over the age of 65 or working at least part-time, and which is the highest level in 55 years. It, it, and that's just almost, it's one of the highest ever, uh, really. And, and people are just working longer. The, uh, the 74, uh, uh, 19% of the age 70 to 74-year-olds are working up from just 11% in 1994. So it's a huge jump in older people working. And uh, a, a couple things. The, the if what break, causes this is a few things. People haven't saved enough money, and a lot of people just like working. And if they're able to work, they enjoy working. You know, they they just like working. And, and so it's kind of two things there. Uh, but a lot of people just like working, and it's it's it, it, and so they in, they they're in better health than they were back twenty or thirty years ago. So they're able to work more, and so they like doing it. So it's something to. to to, to think about about a third of the workers uh, of the current workers in the U.S. expect to work past seventy uh, in, in in Japan. Same with Japan. Japan and the United States, uh, Germany. It's like ten percent. Of course, what, Germans retire when like they're fifty or something over there. China, China, China. Uh, uh, it's like five percent of of the people uh, expect to work past 70 i figure they must figure they're not going to live long enough in china or something 
but uh, but people like they're they're working like longer. They like working. The the the, the oldest working uh, group is the Japanese. They like they're, they're you know uh, they, they work uh, over thirty four percent of them expect to work past seventy, which is amazing. Tell you what, if you got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. This is the last segment of the show. Uh, give us a call, and that's what Charles did. Hello, Charles. Uh, good morning, Ted. Uh, yes, I have a question. It has to do uh, uh, with, uh, uh, I guess, the, the news on Wells Fargo. Yeah. If one didn't know better, you would think that there's a, a vendetta out here for this bank. Uh, you know, back back during 2008, uh, I know the government seemed to come down pretty hard on Bank of America and that Brian Moynihan. Uh, it seemed to yeah. me at the time that uh, J, uh, uh, Jamie Moore, Dimon yeah. of, of J.P. Morgan Chase, you know, couldn't couldn't do no wrong. And then Wells Fargo at the time, who under that fella stump, I mean, they were pretty much kept to themselves and kind of went through that pretty much unscathed but then i think once elizabeth warren made made her debut i don't know if you know historically you know when it came to political contributions if that bank tended to favor you know the republican party or what what happened but it just seemed like there was there was an vendetta out to the part now that i just saw a headline i guess a couple of weeks ago when uh, when the uh, warren buffett was there with his uh, thing in nebraska and his uh, sidekick Munger acted like, you know, it's time to to kind of lay off this bank. It's getting to be kind of ridiculous. With it almost seems like they're they're looking for anything and everything on his bank. And well, I, I don't I don't know what are your thoughts yeah, on that. Yeah, look, I think they might be onto something there. Uh, keep keep in mind, Elizabeth Warren is Warren is from Massachusetts. The furthest bank away from her is in California, which is Wells Fargo. Uh, and so they tend to be more of a West Coast bank, and, and so you know. And I tell you, the, the East Coast has a habit of picking up, and in, and uh, in, 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 they don't like West Coast financial institutions. I mean, we saw the same thing with Drexel, Burnham, Lambert. Everyone else got help on things, and they just really went after Drexel because it was a West Coast operation. And and look, I, I think there's a little bit of that from Elizabeth, and and so where there's if she's picking on other ones, uh, they most likely have a lot more. Uh, working people working in her district or financial operations in her district and that's probably what it is it might just be political convenience on her part uh and wells hasn't done themselves any favors the 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 government came out and and limited them on 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 trading they couldn't increase their trading cap their their capital for trading and other operations uh and uh and, and and so rather than shutting up and say, oh, yeah, we're cleaning our operation up, that this we expect this to go away pretty quickly because we're going to we're working so diligently to work with the government to straighten it out. They kind of said, look, this isn't going to affect our profitability. We think we can still grow. And and I think I think it was a mistake because uh, I noticed they're now uh, they're now uh, investigating uh, Wells Fargo's wealth management unit. And, and so I, I I think that was a really foolish thing for the CEO to say, and that's what's kind of hurt them. But to, to answer your question, Elizabeth Warren is in Boston, Massachusetts, and the furthest place away is uh, was it uh, the West Coast, which is Wells Fargo. Well, you know, but the thing of it is, is uh, you know, this is all being investigated. I think uh, it was what's her name's uh, uh, the the the, head, the Fed chair on the last day Yelling, of yeah. uh, serving. That she made that announcement, <clears throat> and and to me, you know, the Federal Reserve should be completely separate from this consumer financial thing. Which incidentally, I thought Trump was looking to possibly dissolve. But the point is, is that you know the Fed theoretically should not be influenced by you know politics and things of that nature. But you know that said, I mean, if there is something there, there is something there. But what I'm saying is, is it just seems to me that at some point here, you have to call it a day. The, you know, the bank has paid their restitution, uh, the fines, and everything, and at some point there, <clears throat> there seems to be it has to be an end to this. Yeah, I, I and agree. I mean, otherwise, yeah. I think, I think that uh, you know this. The, uh, this Elizabeth Warren and her cohorts, I mean, can target any bank, but uh, not just the bank, but any company, and just go after them with, you know, uh, with impunity. It just seems to me that, uh, you know, at some point you have to 
you have to kind of call an end to some of this stuff. You know, I, I don't know where the end is on this, but it just. Well, look, I, of... I think I think I agree, and I think you're right on this. Uh, I tell you, the most dangerous thing about the Federal Reserve in in their banking regulation and in, in the Consumer Protection Bureau, which is part of the Fed, is that. Look, if I'm running, if I'm at the EPA and I'm the president, and the EPA is doing a bunch of stuff and just going completely crazy. You know, I can go, so Congress can come up to me and they say, hey, look, this is outrageous what you're doing at the EPA. I'm like, well, too bad, so sad. I'm in charge, I'm the executive branch, and this is what it's going to be. So if you get Congress mad enough, what they'll do is they'll cut the budget. Okay, EPA's getting their budget cut 25%. See how you like that. Now you want to come back and talk to us. I mean, it's a kind of a check and balance. So so the executive branch runs the government, the, the government and, and the Congress provides the budget. So there's checks and the federal reserve has their own budget they print money they're not they're not so congress can't touch them because they can't control their budget and they're really not part of the executive branch either it's kind of an organization it's a fourth branch of government and that's a very dangerous thing it's not in the constitution our our founding fathers warned us against the federal reserve uh, on numerous occasions the dangers of a central bank and, and but we now we have this massive regulatory organization the federal reserve that that is is not answerable to the uh, to the executive branch, the legislative branch. I'm not even sure how, you know how you know the courts have kind of stayed away from them, quite frankly. Well, I think it's going to be interesting from the standpoint that uh, with Munger and Buffett being a you know pretty much a a, a pretty big uh, benefactor to the Democratic Party, and them being the you know the largest shareholder of Wells Fargo, uh, I think uh, I think Mr. Munger is kind of more or less fired a warning shot across the bow to the to the Democrats that, hey, enough is enough here. I mean, you've made your point. Things yeah, need to move yeah. on. It's going to be interesting to see this because, uh, as I said, politics just seems to be kind of riddled with politics here, and I think at some point something's got to give. Yeah, I mean, in theory it was a good idea. The Fed was kind of like not subject to political things, but well, no one real. The Fed's much more political than they'll let, in my opinion. I think they've gotten very, very political personally, and I, I think it, it, I think the Federal Reserve is riddled with leftists and in uh, central planners. Right, right. Okay, well, I appreciate your insight, Ted. Okay, thanks, Charles. People forget Janet Yellen was from Berkeley. I mean, Berkeley's not exactly you know Texas A and M when it comes to politics. I'll just leave it at that. But. Uh, the uh, anyway, so you got any questions or comments? Give us a call seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. The so working later, uh, as we've discussed in the show a lot, you want to your benefits. You want to get your benefits later for your Social Security, so they're they're bigger, longer term, because we're coming increasingly concerned about inflation. As if you're working later, you, you you use those time to pay off your house because eventually you want to have your house paid off. So when you decide to retire, you don't have a a, a house note. You simply have to pay your insurance and your uh, taxes on the house. And uh, and and remember, once you're over sixty five, your your tax rate is frozen on your house. So so what th- what that does is is your valuations are frozen. So it, it somewhat it locks in the uh, your you don't have a house payment. You lock in your taxes. So the only thing that can really get you is a, in a big inflation is going to be the insurance. And so what you're doing, the biggest danger to retirees is inflation. If you look at it, because most people are on somewhat of a fixed income, and the inflation will get you. And we just talked about the bigger and bigger percentage of workers have gone from 11 to 19% people working past 70 that's because they're living longer and doing better shit. It's not unusual for people to live to be 90 years old or more. And and so if you 90 from 65 is 25 years and uh so that's a long time. Think about what things cost 25 years ago and compare what they are today. And so in your retirement it's very important to lock down as much of your of your expenses as possible for the next 25, 30 years or more. So if you can Pay off your house. You don't have a house note. You've locked it in. If you can, you you turn sixty five. You homestead your house and you locked in your your taxes there. Any way you can lock in cost, the better off. And, and what you want to do is you want to concern yourself with income, not in five years, but in ten or fifteen years. So you delay your social security out a couple years. It goes every year you delay social security up to age seventy. 
it increases about 8%. So what you're doing is you're getting a bigger and bigger chunk. So when you do retire, you're getting more money, which is worth more money in the future. And and that's what this is all about. So something to keep in mind with retirement, uh, people are working longer, get the house paid off, lock it in, and plan for inflation. We're seeing that shift move for inflation. Now, I think it's a bigger deal. Uh, so that's about it. Well, we're going to be writing some more about this. Remember, coming up on April 15th, fund your IRAs. Uh, now's the time to do that. A couple, of, Keep an eye on this 2600 on the market. Really, I, I think we really you've got to be very cautious. This is sort of the line in the sand in the market in here. And this is something we're going to continue to watch closely. But I think you really have to have your defensive plan in place. That's what we have for our clients in, in, in right now. And if you need some help with your retirement uh, I'll be happy to sit down and show you what we're doing at Max Out Savings Advisors using our value investing approach, which we do a lot of risk work uh, to, to to deal so we can so you don't have big drawdowns in the in in your portfolio when the market plunges fifty seven percent like it did in two thousand eight. That'll wipe out your retirement, and you can't afford to do that. And so this is why we have that philosophy of save aggressively and invest conservatively. Because people can't afford to, to do that. And so we're coming up on this fundamental shift. We're going from a financial economy led by Wall Street to more a real economy led by workers, factor, factories, plant, and equipment. This is why you're seeing the trade wars and things like, can we get that call in? How quick can we get it in? Maybe not. <laughs> no, we're okay. Well, we can't get the call in. Uh, but anyway, something to think about overall with, with, with the, uh, uh, you know, uh, markets here with everything happening. And we're going to go over some, a lot of these other things when we send out these Max Out Savings reports. So if you need some help, go to our website. It's maxoutsavings.com and sign up for the free report. And if you need some help, go to you know go to the website, sign up, and I'll sit down with you and personally go over your financial situation. It's maxoutsavings.com with an S, maxoutsavings.com. I mean, these are dangerous times in, in, the, in the world. Things are changing very dramatically. You need to have people that can understand and deal with change. I think the, the past time of just putting money in ETF and riding it up in the market are over or close to it pretty quickly. So tell you what, I think uh, coming up here at the end, if you, I'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. And remember our motto and our philosophy, it's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Sorry we couldn't get to the rest of the phone calls, but we'll get you next week. Thanks. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer.